0: A dude and a chick walk into a studio.
1: A dude and a chick walk into a studio. <laughs> a dude
2: and a chick walk into a studio. <laughs> a chick and a dude walk into a studio. Now, dude and a chick. Ah, come on. You don't like that? I like that. Can anybody tell me why a dude and a chick is walking into the studio? How about that? A dude, a dude and, and a chick, chick walk into, into a studio. studio. <laughs> Welcome to the Halloween edition of A Dude and a Chick Walk Into a Studio. This is Justin the Dude. And I'm Katie the Chick. And welcome back. So, we're just going to do something a little different. I think we're going to be known for doing things a little bit different every episode. Yeah. um, Today we're going to do a Halloween special because it's the obligatory thing to do when you're hosting a podcast. Yeah, Halloween
1: coming up, one of my favorite times of year. (laughs)
2: Excellent. So, our duty to our listeners is to provide a fun, relaxing, educational, and chill entertainment experience.
1: So, let's chill.
2: That, that, that
1: chill? didn't. I no, mean, I you can't really chill. Like, you, can't,
2: you can't really. Yes, well, I, I you, got you it. you
1: chill when ghosts are Yes, around. okay, woo.
2: okay. That's excellent. That's a very <laughs> good point, Katie. All right. So first of all, we want to thank you guys for listening and keeping um, in contact with us. We really appreciate your feedback. If you want to get more of us a Dude and Chick Walk Into a Studio, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Um, Just search Dude and Chick Walk Into a Studio.
1: And if you want to reach out to us, please do. Uh, We're on Twitter at Show. On Facebook and Instagram at DudeAndChickPodcast or email us at DudeAndChickPodcast at gmail.com.
2: We want to start our Halloween extravaganza, if you can call it that, by introducing our very next guest. It sounds like we're on a radio program.
1: I <laughs> know. We didn't have a previous guest. At our time. very next guest. Yes. Guest.
2: Her name is Julie Hoverson and she is joining us to impart her knowledge, her extensive knowledge on horror. Halloween, the supernatural, etc., etc. Welcome, Julie.
0: Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me.
2: <laughs> no problem. I'm just a little history. Um, we had our episode on audio dramas in episode three of this podcast, which I highly recommend you go back and listen to. It's a and, lot of fun. Yes, it was. And Julie is a fellow audio drama producer. Her work includes the very awesome 19 Nocturne Boulevard, which is a a slew of strange supernatural and very entertaining stories different each time and they're kind of like the whistler um but that association is very very distant but it's just to get you an idea of what it is um we'll put links to her show in the show notes she also does many other projects she's also a prolific audiobook reader isn't that right julie
0: yes um under various pseudonyms i've narrated over 900 books on audible.com
1: whoa (laughs) that
2: is awesome i did not know that number but that is very impressive wow okay well enough about me rambling about julie let julie ramble about julie because she knows herself (laughs) a lot more than i do Thank
0: you. Well, I've got oh some 80 some episodes of 19 Nocturne Boulevard available at 19nocturneboulevard.net. But I also have other subseries like I've done a lot of um readings from old sci-fi and the Atomic Julie's Galactic Bedtime Stories. I have my I
2: love that name by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a super awesome name.
0: <laughs> I also have a I also have those uh both 19 Nocturne and Atomic Julie's up on uh, YouTube. There should be pretty oh, cool. easy to find there. There's also um, Bingo the Birthday Clown, which is an inexplicable series I did, and um, <laughs> it's it's awesome. it's so weird. Okay. It's like if a kids show and The Prisoner had a thalidomide baby. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I lo- I love that description. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and, okay, that's... Uh,
0: and then, of course, one of my absolute favorites is my anime-inspired series, Fatal Girl.
2: Which I'm supposed to be voicing in. Yeah.
0: Cool. <laughs>
2: as soon as I could get the lines ready. I'm so sorry, well, Julie. I, actually, I... <laughs> the
0: lines that I'm expecting right now are for The Prisoner of Hancock House.
2: Oh yes, don't worry. Have, those will be get those will be gotten to.
1: I
0: am so <laughs> slow right now getting stuff done just because
2: real life, you know. I yes gotcha. we definitely understand that. <laughs> 110%. <laughs> yep. well, well, Julie, thank you very much for joining us. Um, so we we got you here because you have a as I said, you had a vast knowledge of horror and we wanted to it be Halloween, discuss certain things about horror. Like personally, me. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of horror. It's just that I've never really been drawn to horror. Um, so my knowledge of the horror genre, you'll be fine lacking. Like Katie, is so aghast that I'd never even seen that Ash movie. Oh, the, uh,
1: Army of Darkness yeah, or Evil se- Dead. Yeah,
2: I've never seen any of those. Like or it's Evil just, Dead it's, the I,
0: musical or the Ash.
1: TV Evil series. Dead the musical. Oh, you've CKD, never heard of
2: Evil Dead oh, wow, the okay. musical?
0: Oh, I have not. Evil Dead the musical is a stage production, it's not a movie. But it is so cool. funny and the music is so funny.
1: Oh, and that's awesome. Okay, that's next will, on my list. I will definitely check that out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome.
2: That leads us into the next thing like what 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 is your favorite horror movie, Julie?
0: Oh, that's a tricky one. I mean, cuz I've got different favorites in different Sort of subgenres. I mean, oh well, well, tell us about. I mean, like you know, there's you know zombie apocalyptic kind of horror, and you go, oh well, my (laughs) favorite there is the classic 1970s Dawn of the Dead, Mm. which many people find slow or whatever. I mean, you know, but it it feels more real than a lot of more recent ones. Mm, But I also love such weird zombie type movies as. Train to Busan, which is from which is a Korean
1: film. That movie freaked the bejesus out of me. Oh, everybody! I
0: I was. It's so good, though. (laughs) I haven't seen it. It was actually
1: pretty good, but it it, you got to have Kleenexes
0: for the end because everybody cries. Oh,
1: oh my goodness! Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Okay, no. Okay, I I We won't spoil
1: it, but yeah, at the end you definitely.
2: that's usually and, me at the end of any horror movie I actually have seen. Yeah, uh,
1: are are you crying because you're scared or because of <laughs> no
2: comment? No comment. Anyways, and I'm um, um, sorry.
0: Or, or another good um, zombie type movie that I liked, though it's really really goofy, is one called Undead. I, it's from Australia,
1: and um, I haven't heard of that.
0: Oh, it has not only zombies but aliens. Zombies oh, and aliens. you know. Aliens. I mean, you know
1: <laughs> yeah, let's just combine them all. And, you know and it's mean? it's really quite <laughs> funny
0: in places in that really dry way.
2: I'm gonna look for that actually. Yeah, it was called what was it called? Undead. Un. Just simply undead. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's another one. On um, list.
0: if you look okay. if you look for the cover of it, it would uh, usually. It It looks like a woman with, like, a gas mask on. Okay, I mean, just because the title is so generic, you know, trying to (laughs) make it a little easier to single it out. Another zombie-ish movie I really like that's very funny. I mean, because funny ones, like you said, sometimes are easier on people. Um, There's one called Doghouse from England. It has Danny Dyer in it and a couple other people who you'd recognize. It's um, about these group of friends who take their their guy who's getting a divorce and, and take him on a big lad's weekend to rediscover his testicles and it goes horribly horribly wrong
2: and uh, no, the word no sorry just the words testicle and goes very very horribly wrong in the same sentence very much concerned. I saw
1: me. Justin cringe.
2: <laughs> Literally, it was. It was. It was just. Anyways, well, sorry. Continue. And one,
0: my very favorite horror comedy, though, and I, I even it even beats out the Evil Dead movies for me of all things because I hate to say a lot of the for me too many horror comedies are either horror with a few jokes. Or comedy with a little bit of horror. You know, and the the mix is not consistent. And the one that I like the best, because it is consistent and it has a lot going for it, is, of of all things, Idle Hands.
1: I remember that movie. That movie, uh, yes, I do like that one. I haven't even thought of that movie in forever. What was it about? The Offspring, uh, Devin Sawa was the main character. Yep. And has Seth the Green, offspring was in it. Yeah, Seth
2: Green was in it. T- tell me about this. I'm interested. Um, I'm not probably not going to watch this. Oh one, no no but, no! no. So, you so you
0: actually would probably be able to watch this one. It has, oh. it has yeah. its horror moments. It's it's basically um, the the underlying premise, which you find out soon enough. So it's not a spoiler. Is that there's this yeah, it's in the this thriller. evil demon that possesses the hand of the laziest um person in an area <laughs> and and oh. goes on a killing spree.
2: Oh geez. And
0: and it ends up being a severed hand movie eventually when he finally manages to get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. But um oh, wow. but there are it's so funny even all the way through even when horrible <laughs> things are happening.
1: It really oh, is. And it
0: also has um is it Vivica Fox and um Jessica Alba. Oh. I
1: think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think Jessica. It was yeah, one of her earliest right. movies. Oh, man. <laughs> I, mean, I have to watch that movie again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's a it's a surprisingly effective movie. And um, the other waster guy with Seth Green is um, the guy who plays Foggy on Daredevil.
2: I think his name is Eldon Henson.
0: That sounds right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I like Daredevil. Um, Oh, yeah.
0: Cool. Daredevil, don't get me started on that whole cycle. Um, (laughs) Oh, jeez.
2: That's another another episode of this
0: podcast. (laughs) But anyway, um, one reason I get to see a lot of horror comedies specifically is that we've got a local film festival up here in Seattle that every year in April they do... um, they do a horror comedy film festival and we can see all these great shorts. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's That's
1: awesome. In April
0: though. Yeah. It's the bone bat film festival. They have a podcast that the bone bat podcast that all year round. And then they, they do the film festival and they've, you know, some of it's been hit or miss. There's some of my love and some of them, (laughs) like, you know, you're like, okay, we saw of all things, and it was a good movie. It sounds terrible. Um, no. It's called uh, 3D Found Footage.
2: Oh, like based on those found footage oh, kind of yeah, like horror movies it, like the Blair Witch bit, and stuff?
0: Yeah. The 3D Found Footage was actually, I mean, I just rewatched it recently and was like, damn, that is actually a really good movie. It it looks like a terrible concept. I mean, right, <laughs> the, the movie is about this group of people making a movie, you know? And right at the oh. beginning, the the lead actor is like, I've got I've got our edge. We're gonna do something different. And the director's <laughs> like, what? And the actor's like, he opens up the box and he's like, We're doing 3D. And the director's like, <laughs> What? this is supposed to be your vacation films that somebody finds nobody films their vacation in 3D and the guy's like well so my character's a 3D enthusiast now that's not a thing
1: you know (laughs) okay yeah that's that sounds like a great movie. I, I mean, yeah, actually, just the <laughs> banter—just just the banter
2: alone there is just like it's right. self-aware in its in its own kind of like <laughs> idiocy. But I
1: like it. Sounds cool. Uh, it,
0: it was really good. I mean, it is genuinely scary in places. Trust me. Um, mm-hmm. And the 3D was actually really effective in the theater. It was really good. I don't didn't rewatch it in 3D huh. on the TV. I mean, they have mm. the 2D and 3D versions available. That's that's just on Shutter right now.
2: Do you know what Shudder is, Katie? No. Shudder is like Netflix or Hulu for horror. Yeah. For horror, oh. for films or horror stuff. Oh, okay. I, I I actually knew that because I listened to other podcasts <laughs> <and> or <horror, laughs>
0: well, like that. I actually well, I will stay. I actually picked up Shudder just so I could watch this movie with my friend. And oh, wow. um cool. Shudder has a lot of good stuff. I mean it has a lot of junk on there too. I mean, just like Netflix. But um <laughs> yeah. true. but anyway, uh off of the horror comedy uh, genre, you know. Then you've got your ghost movie kind of things. You know, and I've got mm. different favorites there.
2: <laughs> oh, what's your what's your top favorite?
0: I I have a top five. I can't decide between oh. them, but at well, least I managed off. to narrow it down to five. Yeah, my top five ghost movies would be um, the others with Nicole Kidman.
2: I love that movie. That I was seen that. so oh, my. good. It was. I remember seeing that. That was. That was amazing. There's a huge twist at the end, but I'm not going to spoil yeah, that. What
0: twist? It's it you know, is a really yeah. good film. A um, really, mm-hmm. really good movie. That one, um, Stir of Echoes with Kevin Bacon. I well, love the Bacon.
2: You had me at Kevin Bacon. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that one is, it's it's such it's a much more modern kind of haunting, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. The Changeling with George C. Scott from the 70s the changeling it has some of the most brilliantly tense moments in it i mean among other things Mm. the story is that this guy his wife and kid get killed in a car accident and he moves to seattle of all things and there's there's things in seattle that don't exist anymore in the film which is kind of nostalgic for me oh and uh, he rents this house that doesn't exist and (laughs) not in reality. I mean, and uh, in the movie, it's real. He res his house and he's, he's a composer and he's trying to compose and he starts to think the house is haunted. And at one Mm -hmm. point he's got this rubber ball that his daughter had and the ball just comes bouncing down the stairs. And he's so pissed that this ghost would interfere with his dead child's ball that he takes the ball and he goes and throws it off the Aurora Bridge into the water. And he comes home and the ball comes dancing down the stairs at him again. Oh and it was just And it's just that oh. noise out of nowhere, that bunk, bunk. Punk, and you're just like, ah
2: There it is yeah, again. Yeah, that would
0: scare the bejesus yeah. out of me. And- oh my goodness. <laughs> that
2: reminds me of those like Annabelle Lowe's doll stories oh, yeah. where it's just like <laughs> you get rid of the dolls and then they just like <laughs> sitting right there. <laughs> oh wow.
0: Yeah. But it's also got a really, really good underlying story to it. And that's that's mm. for me story is really the first thing. I mean, you can have all the great CGI or trappings in the world. But if the story's not good and the characters are not good, it it's just flat. So, yeah, the other two are The the Legend of Hell House with Roddy McDowell, also from the 70s. Again, mm-hmm. awesome story by Richard Matheson. And, of course, <laughs> the absolute best is the original 1960s The Haunting.
2: Uh, did you see that, Katie?
1: I did not, but I've heard a lot about it. It is and... well
0: see the the thing is it's brilliant because it is such a quiet horror. It's not there's almost no special effects. I mean there's sound effects and camera angles and that's about it. Yeah. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's yeah. all in the acting. And yeah. everybody in it is so good. There is currently a sort of claiming to be a remake on Netflix called The Haunting of Hill House. Oh mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I,
1: actually I went over to my friend's place to carve a pumpkin last night and she was watching that and she was like, Oh, you should watch this. And I watched like five minutes of it, and I was like, I'm not.
2: Uh, yeah, is, it, was, is it scary? <laughs> it is a it's a horror movie. Yeah. It's a horror it's,
0: series. It's, it's ten episodes. Oh. Um it's oh. it's very, very good, <laughs> but It's not The Haunting of Hill House. I mean, the original novel and the original movie have a completely different plot. What they did is they took, they left out the backstory and the current story and everything else, and they named the characters after the characters in the book, and they used Ah. some passages from the book, and that's really about it. And, you know, and it's one of those things where if it had been shit, I'd have been pissed, but it's <laughs> but it's really good, so I'm kind of sad that it doesn't have its own name.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that it. I mean, like my friends, it it is really good. I'm I have to watch it in the daylight. I mean, uh, that
2: kind of reminds <laughs> me of that kind of reminds me and and kind of like ushering us into the next topic. It. Like, oh yeah, I saw the originals, but it was so long ago that I can barely remember them. Yeah, and I recently went and saw the movie, the remake movie, and. I don't know if it was just me being a child and just watching the original like Tim Curry and and being terrified of clowns Mm -hmm. as a kid or not. But I still remember feeling a lot more scared Mm. with the original than the new one. The new one, I felt ushered in this creepiness. The creepy factor was real. Like It was like, okay, something is definitely not right in this town. And one of the things that I kind of realized is Tim Curry's Pennywise – he looked like a regular clown. Like even with all like the trappings and stuff, he looked like the regular a regular clown. Um now Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise. There was enough CG and enough like uncanny valleyness to him to make it realize that this thing is not normal. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the, like he was a clown anyway. But yeah, in, in regards to the the whole remake of a classic as it were. Yeah. Um with that oh may i first
0: say there was a 2000 something quote remake unquote of the haunting as well oh which is absolute crap (laughs) 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 okay
2: so so that is do you you think do you think that this new Netflix series is a worthy-ish successor-ish. I think it needs to, to the original more so than no, I the, than this "quote-unquote" remake.
0: Uh, I would say no. I think it needs to have been a series of its own. I think it needs to have stood alone, really, because it's good enough to stand alone. And coattailing it on something else just means it doesn't get its own franchise.
2: Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. I, I, I get that. No, that makes absolute sense. Well, do you
1: think that Halloween movies should be remade? I mean, or do you think kind of like it, it was good back in the day, like, let it lie? Yeah, there's... Like, what's your opinion on that?
0: Well, you know, and it depends on on a lot of different things. There are movies mm-hmm. that can be re-explored in a modern way and be different and be good, You know, and there are movies that Mm -hmm. that just doesn't work for. I mean, one thing that we forget is that there was a huge sea change in horror that came about with cell phones and the Internet.
1: Yeah. Mm Yeah.
0: Because until you had cell phones and the Internet, you could isolate people instantly. I mean, people could be off the map just by driving out of town. And now, I mean, and one of the one of the shows I've one of the movies I've seen that handled it rather effectively. One of the first places it showed up as being a major, you know, thing was um, the remake of the um, House on Haunted Hill. It basically they, you know, the minute everything shuts down, they're in this big old spooky house made from a insane asylum. I mean. It's already been established to be a crazy-ass house. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I quite enjoyed this movie, by the way. It's very different from its original, but it was a really decent movie. Um, the minute all the, mm. the shutters slam down and they're sealed in, everyone pulls out their cell phone and then realizes <laughs> that the shutters are lead and they can't get a signal. And you're like, I mean, but but that's that right there is the natural reaction people would have. The minute something goes wrong,
1: yeah. we yeah. pull out our Bring cell up,
2: phone. Bring out your cell phone. Very true. And, and <laughs> I, I guess you could call it admirable that they took into account that societal norm. Oh, yeah. Become, you know? I mean,
0: most movies make some really dreadful, nowadays make some little, oh, I can't get a signal here or what's going on or, you know, something just to nod at that. The other mm. best one was Doghouse, the one about the guys on the trip. They've chartered a little bus because they know they're going to get drunk as hell. And <laughs> and they're heading there, and suddenly a cell phone goes off, and they all check their phones. And it's the guy who's getting the divorce, and he's like, you know, on the phone, yeah, yeah, I'll get that to you. No, I'm not at home right now, you know. And the the, the best man character, Danny Dyer's character, is like, no no phones and he starts ripping them out of everybody's hands puts them in a bag and says the phones stay on the bus we are not dealing with this you know and of course they can't get back to them later because of yeah things
2: yeah circumstances
0: yeah That's but, it, but at least it was in context it made sense and actually the so, the other thing i love about that movie is at the beginning all the guys are shown leaving home and they're all like walking out on their their romantic partners to to do this thing for their friend and they're all Aww. in trouble for it. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. I mean, one guy <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, one guy is like Danny Dyer's character is like, "Oh, um what was your name?" and she's like, "This is our third date and you don't remember me?" And he's like, "Oh man." <laughs> He's like but but when I said you, you know I mean he just he's like the 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 womanizer creep character but and, yeah. and and one of the guys who is gay he's with his partner and he's like no I can't take you along this isn't for the girlfriends Oh, <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> Oh my gosh and I mean it was just it's it's really I mean it's it's meant to be funny and obnoxious and and they it really is throughout but it's it's it was really really entertaining yeah definitely find doghouse if you can anyway sorry i i slowed you up on getting on to the next topic
1: (laughs) no problem no you're totally fine i was just gonna ask you like why do you think that people are so drawn to horror because it's you know i i don't know there's this like a phenomena you know oh i want to be terrified oh i want to have the adrenaline yeah. junkies
2: and I, then there's even shutter like you brought up shutter there's now a market for people who want to, to to just want a service that only shows horror movies
1: yeah so what what's your opinion on that why do you think people are so drawn to that
0: well i mean there's, there's a number of different reasons because it, it again it depends on genre somewhat I mean, I can't explain the people who are drawn strictly to like torture porn. Um, mm. I just don't get yeah, that that's one. Just... But yeah, this <laughs> is the quarry
2: <glory> stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't. Well, or sound or
0: extreme nice. body horror and stuff. I mean, that's I, I they they can be good stories, and at the same time, I don't need to see them. And there are yeah. some that are supposed to be very very good, and I I've seen things like Audition, which is mild by comparison to what i hear from some stuff. But you know, it's just not my thing and i don't mm. really understand it. I understand the idea of wanting to put together disgusting effects. I mean, yeah. i mean there's a classic movie called Dead Alive again from Australia which was basically a bunch of a bunch of um special effects people came together put together their best ideas for making a zombie for zombie effects. And then wrote a movie to use them all.
1: <laughs> okay. And it, okay.
0: And it's also essentially a comedy. I mean, it ends with a dude holding up a lawnmower, you know, holding it in two hands, arm up, and and just hacking up zombies with it, you
1: know. <laughs> okay, that sounds pretty great and right? physically impossible depending <laughs> yeah, on yeah it, it would it would be uh very hard to do that yeah <laughs>
0: very heavy but you know i guess i guess that adrenaline rush you know and possibly yeah, it yeah. but it, and it's got along the way there are some just brilliant effects you know you know mm-hmm. they just sort of threw it all together to, to support those um but yeah, I mean it 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 really depends. I mean, one of the the reasons obviously that, you know, has to be addressed is that real life is pretty terrifying and being able to be afraid of something that you know isn't real for a few hours can be um can be a cathartic.
1: That that that's a good point. That's
2: a very good point. You
0: know, being afraid yeah. of being afraid of uh, Pennywise instead of
2: student le- student what? loan payments.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, actually, student loan payments <laughs> is usually what I explain why uh, people want the zombie apocalypse to come.
2: <laughs> that is actually true. true just like no true. more, no more debts. No, yeah, <laughs> no more student loans. You're just like the strongest man wins. <laughs> but then again, a lot of people in this generation probably wouldn't survive without technology and all that other stuff without oh, yeah, without yeah. the essential skills like i had a a, a a little mild not accident but my tire got flat and i remember my father being able to to change a tire and i was just there like how do i approach this like <laughs> and so like just just the just the skills that you would need the, the the practical skills that you would need to survive without electricity without running water without food you know without any of these things would, would, would probably just lead to a mass extinction of this particular generation
0: oh yeah I mean I, I can cook from scratch I could actually make fabric you know I mean I may not be may not be the most you know fighter you know fighting type but I can actually do quite a lot
2: that first so the survivals and you would be a a valuable part of that particular team (laughs) yeah that's the thing everyone will just pool their resources
0: and i know where to look for things like how to can um canning canning food i mean just simple food is going to be huge you know Mm -hmm. because everybody thinks oh we'll just raid the costcos forever it's like no (laughs)
1: No. Yeah, that's not an endless supply. You you need to start
0: and things go bad. you need to start yeah. farming really soon.
2: Yes. yes. Anyways, but I'm sorry. No, no. I took us off topic again. Well, no,
0: zombie zombie apocalypse is such a very popular um genre. I mean with The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and all the other stuff and all the movies and one of the things um another unusual zombie movie that's very funny that I also saw at the Bombat Film Festival is called Ah Zombies.
1: <laughs> it, I, I, I love that name. Well, it was, original, I love that name. It was
0: originally called um, Wasting Away, I believe, but I think they renamed it because it didn't have zombies in the title. <laughs> and by putting Ah on the front, it alphabetizes to the top of lists.
2: That makes sense. Oh
1: my gosh, that is, I I feel like, Need to watch that now. Well,
0: uh, we need to watch the, that. The, the coolest <laughs> part of it, and this one is strictly a comedy, is um, I mean, it's got you know zombie stuff, but it's from the zombies' viewpoint.
2: Oh,
1: that uh, that's kind of like the um, oh goodness, what's the name of that movie, that zombie movie where the zombie it, it's from the zombies' viewpoint and they start developing love I, I, and then he, he starts you're becoming you're human. I think
0: like, I know yeah. the one you're talking I, about. Um I heart zombie or something. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple of different ones. This one the interesting part is that when you're when you're seeing it from the zombies viewpoint it's in color. And when you're seeing it from the human's viewpoint it's in black and white. The zombies wow, that's- the zombies see the humans as being these infected twitchy quick moving things
1: wow that is really good i did think the imagery on yeah. that the contrast would be that's a really good uh choice that's, to make yeah. uh, for for making the film that's yeah. really cool it's it's
0: really worth looking up i mean it's it's goofy and it's you know it's it's no you know oscar winner or anything but it is <laughs> a really entertaining film um but nice. but one thing also with the zombie concept, um I you know people are like, well, you know, it all started with Night of the Living Dead and all that, and I'm like, no, it actually started before that. Because though it's not zombies, there is a book called The Day of the Triffids, which was made into a movie called The Day of the Triffids and several TV series but the book came out huh. in the fifties mm. and, oh, wow. and it's the book. I mean, it was written by John Wyndham who wrote just a bunch of really great, very creepy, um, insidious alien invasion kind of things. And the day of the Triffids is one of them. And the concept is, cause you've heard the name. I mean, everybody's heard the name because it's in the Rocky Horror Pictures th- intro theme song. You know, Oh,
1: yeah. With a triffid yeah.
0: that spits poison and kills. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah. the day of the triffids, the concept, the, the initial concept is there's these plants called triffids, which had just appeared at some point and which humans normalized pretty quickly by harvesting oil from. 'Cause you Mm -hmm. know, we exploit whatever shows up, even if it seems alien. The minute we decide it's not gonna kill us. Triffids are poisonous, but you can cut the stinger off and every time it grows back. So people even have triffids as pets. Now triffids are mobile plants. They can get up and walk around. Hmm. They have three legs, tri-fed foot, you know, so that's why they're called Yeah, yeah. So people have them chained in their yard as a pet and have somebody come by and cut off the stinger every month or so, you know, (laughs) and and we've just normalized them at right at the beginning of the book. It starts with that. We're used to them. They're just there. Mm -hmm. So then there's a meteor shower and everybody goes out to look at the meteor shower. And this also is presumably the inspiration for the movie Night of the Comet. Um, and when people go out to look at the meteor shower in Triffids, they go blind. Oh. So you've got Whoa. 90% of your population has just gone blind. Whoa. And of course. That would suck. Yeah. And then the Triffids start to walk because all the farmed Triffids and things break loose when there's nobody there to cut their stingers off. Yeah, And, but, but the vast bulk of the book isn't, ooh, fighting Triffids, it's, How the hell do we deal with this? It's how do we restructure society so that we can survive? Because presumably Mm -hmm. blindness isn't going to be uh, passed on to the next generation. So if we Mm -hmm. can get past this without too many people dying, you know, we can go on. But I mean, who do you save?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I think that would. uh, I think that in in like a lot of horror movies, you know, I feel like they have that choice. Like, oh crap! Okay, now. We got to figure out who to save. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, that's
2: kind of like wait, the Walking on. Dead. The Walking Dead too. There's a lot of, um, well, you know, there's a lot of choice aspects of it. Yeah, It's just like lesser of two evils is not necessarily the, yeah. you know, it's still one evil. But yeah,
0: it's still an evil. Well, and in this case, they explore a number of different ways of of trying to restructure. At one point the two main characters who are sighted are captured by a blind group who'd put them on leashes basically on chains and make them read cans for them. I mean and, you know and make them lead obvious. them around and, and you know, I mean you know, and, yeah. and that's yeah. and, and stuff like that the original movie dumbed it down a lot so it was more of a monster movie in the you know back mm-hmm. in the day. but the yeah. the mini is are supposed to be pretty good. I haven't managed to watch either one and track them down yet. But it really okay. was the precursor to the whole, you know, zombie apocalypse kind of genre.
2: Okay. Thank you. That's, huh.
0: <laughs> if I could wrap up by mentioning just a few other good movies that I'd like to promote. I mean, sure. that especially ones that are a little older that people may not have seen. Um, mm-hmm. And ones that kind of fall outside normal genres. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my favorites that I go back to over and over again include... Ravenous. Ravenous is one of the few sort of odd historical setting um, horror movies. It's almost, it's like pre-Wild West. It's set on the frontier, and um, it's really good. Uh, It's kind of part funny, like like, um, the way Tales from the Crypt is funny.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You
0: know, but it's also really really gruesome in places
1: oh wow okay cool
0: I don't want to say too much about it one thing I find entertaining about it is that it's I mean people talk I've been on a lot of panels at conventions talking about women directors in horror and that one was directed by Antonia Bird who was a primarily a BBC director I mean just doing TV shows and but she did a really good movie there. Um, right, cool. Another one that people don't always know is directed by a woman. Is one of the fiercest vampire movies ever. It's called Near Dark. It's from the 80s. And it was directed by Catherine Bigelow, who went on to direct um, all the, the Hurt Locker and stuff like that. She got Oscars and stuff. Nice. It is one of the more, you know, vampires are scummy bastards kind of movies as opposed to all the shiny pretty <laughs> yeah. ones
1: it, yeah no no interview with the vampire the, yeah it's still the correct the, vampire it's still you know. the, the, that's the still one of my grandstandard
2: vampire <laughs> yeah. film no it's the next to blade no interv- i'm kidding i'm kidding of <laughs> yeah, course interview with the
0: vampire started the, the 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 wind down to twilight
1: um sorry yeah probably but yeah. no
2: definitely yeah. well i mean
1: It was pretty gruesome, but yeah. yeah, I guess having like the, the, you know, Brad Pitt's character uh, was
2: very.
0: It was was all that, uh, oh, nobody understands me because I'm so privileged
1: and oh. Yes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Moody, just moody and anxious. But
1: Tom Cruise and Lestat, that was, he was brutal. He was, no, you know,
0: I read the books before the movie and I will give it that the books kept saying that Lestat was engaging and magnetic and it never came across to me and Cruz did a good job of that and yeah. and and brad pitt managed to make Louie less of a complete whiner um, <laughs> yes. so the, the but anyway you know, sorry. but um but i mean back in the 80s we got the trifecta of vampire movies which was near dark lost boys and the original fright night <sighs>
1: Lost Boys, and
0: Lost. and all three everything. of those are really good watchable films. You know, yeah. though there's a and this is on Shudder at least. Um, there's a Canadian vampire film, and I specify that because it really does have a Canadian feel that I really liked <laughs> called Blood and Donuts. <laughs>
1: I like it. It has donuts and, in the title. I enjoy it's it. It's
0: not really a comedy per se. But it's it's a very human vampire movie in a way, and it has a cameo from um, David Cronenberg that you just can't beat. David Cronenberg <laughs> is a well-known horror director, but he does do his he does cameos, and he actually um, was a major character in another one I want to mention, which is Nightbreed, which is a Clive Barker movie, and hmm. and Cronenberg, David Cronenberg was fantastic in nightbreed nightbreed is it's got it it's it's one of those movies that you might give a chance to even if you don't like gruesome movies because it is gruesome but it's also really good in that Mm. the idea of it i mean there are there are moments that you're gonna go oh i'm gonna turn this off 15 minutes in and i say no just look away and come back to it um because the premise is that there are monsters in the world, and they've mm-hmm. isolated themselves into a place where they can live unhurt without hurting anybody. Okay. But the minute humans find out about them, the humans turn into the monsters and go
2: attack them. You see, that's usually how yeah. it works. Humans are—we we, are—we cr- are—we cr- are, cr- are crummy, except babies. We are I all mean, crummy. I mean, babies are crummy in their own right. Poop <laughs> everywhere, but I Do mean, babies use other, the toilet. Other than that, yeah. I mean, come on, just just, just you know, pay, pay some bills anyway. too. Why not are at it? Um, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: and the monsters in it are really awesome. I mean, it takes a while to understand that, and and there's you know, and there's other stuff going on too. And it is, like I said, it's gruesome, but it's 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 really good. Okay. Okay. So, cool. We we'll
1: definitely check those out. Those those sound. Pretty awesome. Two more foreign films I want
0: to mention because I want to, I I try to make sure that I'm not just, I mean, apart from Canada, mentioning, you know, U.S. stuff. Um, Yeah. There's a Japanese film called um, Uzumaki, and it is the weirdest film. ever. Well, I won't say it's the weirdest (laughs) film ever, but it is a very weird horror movie. It's about a town that starts to get possessed by spirals. 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 Things start just showing up uh, in spirals and turning into spirals.
2: Okay. I know. I, I, you, I'm not visualizing. You that can't at even. All. You <laughs>
0: can't even picture it. But if you look up the trailer no. on YouTube, <laughs> you'll see some of it. I mean, ja- okay, Japanese I horror can get pretty cray cray, anyway. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is yeah. absolutely true. And I mean, wow. if you if you want to see the wackiest. Early, early Japanese horror. You watch Hausu. It's it's actually house, but it often is seen as H A U S U, as the more phonetic uh, translation. Pronunciation yeah. the Japanese. Hausu mm-hmm. mm. is batshit crazy on an another level. <laughs> um, nice. And I like a lot of the Japanese horror, but not necessarily the ones everybody's heard of. Um hmm. and then there's one from Korea that I really like called GP five oh six, which is a very grim horror set at a military base on the border between the Koreas. And it's hmm. really, really good. You have to pay attention because it's a mystery. Okay. Oh. Oh, I, like those. Oh. I like
2: I like those as well. Yeah.
0: And last of all, I want to give some props to Maddie Doe, who is the horror movie director in Laos. If you look her up, she's so funny, her Kickstarter videos and stuff. I, I did the, con- the Kickstarter videos. She's made two films so far. The, the Laos film industry has been such crackdown under the government for so long mm. that they, she oh. basically is the, the only horror director. She's just started. Oh. She's made Chanthaly and Nong Bak, and I'm sure I've pronounced them wrong. Um, <laughs> but they're ghost stories, and they've been um, off to uh, film festivals and have been winning awards. Okay, so that's cool. They're definitely and Chantal Lee, I believe, is free on YouTube. She put it there deliberately so that anybody could see it.
1: Okay, that's really awesome. Yeah, I, lo- I love when you know, like, especially directors are doing innovative things in their specific. Countries. countries and everything i mean yeah.
2: it kind of kind of is a way to kind of bypass like in a kind of oppressive you know yeah regime as well whatever. i
1: think i think
0: stuff has been opening up and that's what allowed her to do that and and of course Definitely. i'm i'm very big on promoting women in film as well and yeah. that's one yeah. reason i wanted to make a point of that and
2: that's amazing i'll,
0: I'll send you the link to her um her awesome kickstarter kickstarter it's it's long gone but the video is so funny okay Okay, cool yeah i'm excited we'll also put that in the show notes super thank you for letting me do the promotion anyway no
2: problem (laughs) No, absolutely um Thank you so much for you know for your time and your your wealth of expertise like all yes. of this stuff here like you're rattling off names and movie titles and just the in depth analysis of these these movies that's really really good and I, I appreciate your time and your expertise
1: yeah thank you for opening up our eyes to to different uh different genres of you know within the horror um Genre, Industry, genre? <laughs> a <laughs> horror genre, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely want to check out more of these. Even though I'm a scaredy cat, uh, I will, I will check these out uh, in the Make daytime. Sure. With all the lights with, on, and with
2: your husband, and, and with your husband present, not because he's present. a man, but because you have someone else to <laughs> someone else to scream with. Um,
0: and of course, date night is one of the classic places for horror movies because it makes your date want to grab onto you. Very that is true. true. That very is very true.
2: true. Not my wife because we would never be going to see a, a and, horror movie to begin with,
1: and not really my husband because he will try to scare me during the horror movie. He's it multiple <laughs> times, and I want he, to slap sh- him, she him. She would
2: kill him. It would be a horror of another <laughs> making before we wrap up what 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 are what are, you, what are your plans for halloween gonna gonna dress up as uh, anything special or no
0: i've i've actually been i've been laid up for several years and i'm just starting to get to the point where i'm excited about dressing up again as opposed to uh oh, that's too much effort <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm, i actually okay. have a costume in mind i've, I've been putting together i'm It's gonna be sort of an evil doll. Oh, oh, nice! Yeah, Yeah.
2: that is that is a really good that is a really good thing. Me, I'm like you have at least you have a plan. I'm usually very lazy with it. (laughs) I've only just started um, dressing up in Trinidad. We didn't have Halloween, Mm. so I've never really had the whole trick or treating thing. I never had the whole dressing up thing. Um, And the very first time I was Darth Vader, like budget Darth Vader, like like you know (laughs) Party City Darth Vader. It was fun Um, though. And, I, and it's a bit too late for me to get something I may leave it to our fans to see what I'm gonna wear and <laughs> let Katie have some choices and let, let's put it to the fans and I have Damn. to wear whatever they say I ah. have to wear But uh, no, 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 no. no. I'm going to be... Anyways. Thank you so much again, Julie. You have a great day. And we'll um, hope you'll be back with us to talk about another topic sometime soon.
1: Oh,
0: definitely. I'd love to. All right. Appreciate it.
2: And that is it for us here at A Dude and Chick Walking Into the Studio. I hope you guys were at least interested in some of the horror movies that Julie recommended.
1: Yes. Please go see them. Uh, We will be seeing them as well. Yeah. Let us know uh,
2: your thoughts. What do you think of them? And... Comment on our Facebook page and our Twitter and our uh, Instagram and just let us know what you're going to be dressed up as for Halloween. Yeah,
1: what you're going to be dressed up, what is your favorite horror movie.
2: Exactly. You know, let us know. All right, this has been Justin the Dude.
1: And this is Katie the Chick.
2: We're signing off.
1: Peace.